ACCJ. From the Spring 2022 issue of the ACCJ Journal, this is Motivate Remotely. Tips for keeping your team engaged in a world where hybrid work styles are the norm. By C. Brian Jones. Read by the author. When the pandemic began, a sudden shift to remote work brought challenges to companies accustomed to having everyone in the office. Many leaders had to learn, on the go, how to hold their teams together and keep them engaged and productive. Two years later, things are running more smoothly for most. But what at first seemed a temporary solution to a temporary problem has become an expected norm. Remote work is here to stay. So, how do you keep people motivated in a world where some portion of your team will always be outside the office? The ACCJ Journal talked to three experts in training and team building to learn which techniques are working for them and how we can all make remote and hybrid work models effective for the long term. Overcoming Isolation We are social animals, and the group, particularly in Japan, is a very important aspect of work life, said Dr. Greg Story, president of Dell Carnegie Training Japan and a certified Dell Carnegie Master Trainer. How to maintain that group identity and keep good levels of teamwork will remain a difficulty during remote work. The office provides an avenue for socializing which remote work tends to take away. This can lead to people feeling isolated and lonely. During the start of the pandemic, he noted, all of this was new. There was the idea that this too would pass. But now it is becoming more mainstream, and this is the new calibration. Not everyone is going to thrive in this remote environment. Michael Glazer, senior consultant at Tokyo-based People Focus Consulting, offered several recommendations for avoiding a feeling of isolation. Start or continue regular one-to-one meetings, he said. Most managers have felt some difficulty leading remotely because they can't physically see what's going on. Some hesitate to get directly involved because they don't want to be misperceived as micromanaging. Others hesitate to give more autonomy because they don't want to be misperceived as not caring if their approach is too hands-off. Holding weekly one-to-one meetings is nothing new, he admits, but this can go a long way toward improving communication as well as increasing engagement and motivation. Usually, 20 to 30 minutes is enough time for these meetings. If managers aren't talking, connecting, and getting information and feedback regularly, how are they ever going to lead and manage effectively? Story pointed out that remote work requires a lot more communication than when everyone is in the office. We have trouble getting hold of people, and keeping people up to date with what is happening becomes more difficult, he explained. We need to over-communicate, in fact. More sharing of information becomes crucial, be that through voice or text. Glazer also suggests making work more visible to managers and other stakeholders. Doing this makes it easier for others to support, recognize, and possibly redirect your effort, he explained. It can also spark collaboration and innovation. This can be done through group chat or other collaboration tools. I've also seen some people schedule their individual work in Outlook to keep their team members in the loop of what they're working on. Catherine Gronauer, 
founder of cross-cultural training and coaching company Thrive Tokyo, and vice chair of the American Chamber of Commerce in Japan Sales Development Committee, recommends virtual co-working. You can ask one to four people to join a virtual call with you for a fixed length of time, in which you spend the first few minutes sharing what you plan to work on during that time, she explained. Then, you can go off video, on mute, and work knowing that there are other people there holding you accountable. She uses the technique herself. It's incredibly effective in helping you get work started that you might have been procrastinating on. Plus, you can tell people at home that you're in a meeting, and that helps you avoid getting distracted. Building Team Spirit Grown Hour's virtual co-working technique is one approach that can help build and maintain cohesive teams when members are scattered and working from their homes. It recreates, to some extent, an office environment in which the presence of others helps you stay on track. Another key element of the workplace that was disrupted by the pandemic and has undergone significant change is the morning meeting. Story believes this must be maintained, even in virtual settings, and there must be some ground rules for how it is conducted. The morning meeting is held in person in many organizations, and it is a good practice to recreate this as much as possible online, he said. Cameras must be turned on so that we can all see each other. Going through the why of what we are doing is a good daily connector to our joint purpose. Sharing information with each other is also a good practice, as it makes for a stronger team spirit when we know what everyone is doing, even if we don't meet so often in person. Meetings such as this are only check-in points for the group, however, and managers need to ensure that communication continues throughout the day and week to strengthen the foundation of the team. It is also important to show your remote employees that you care about their well-being, ideas, opinions, and goals. How can you best do that when you have limited in-person interaction with them? Gronauer believes that it is important for organizations to have a top-down approach to initiating conversations about well-being. I have worked with employees who have shared that they hesitate to raise work-life balance challenges to their managers either due to hierarchy or not knowing a new manager's style due to remote work, she said. Scheduling quick catch-ups to talk not just about work, but about work-life balance is helpful. Another recommendation she offered is engaging an external coach. As a coach, I feel that employees value being able to talk to a third party about work goals, personal life goals, and how to better manage themselves, Gronauer explained. It helps employees with their self-management without taking time away from a manager's day. Show you care. Expanding on well-being, Glazer said that there's a broad spectrum of actions we can take, from making small adjustments to how we interact with our team members, to integrating the principles of well-being into corporate culture systems. He offered three practical actions. Pay careful attention to language and behavior. Express interest and concern directly. And match the support you offer to what's needed. We might notice when a colleague who has a reputation for managing time well starts showing up to meetings a few minutes late or starts asking for work deadline extensions. This could be a sign of stress or an early warning sign of burnout, he said. 
Other subtle signs include a shift in mood or outlook, increased irritability, forgetfulness, or even just not using their webcam as often as usual. Glazer noted that research from Google's Project Oxygen a few years ago found that showing concern for success and well-being is one of 10 behaviors that make managers great at Google. Just as we would do in person, use empathy and active listening skills to share changes you have observed, he suggested. If you have a concern that someone is struggling with an assignment, is stressed out, or is starting to withdraw, check it out. And matching support to what's needed can make a big difference in keeping a team member on board. While offering heartfelt encouragement to take time off might seem like the supportive thing to do, researchers have found that people who are grappling with difficult feelings really need compassion and acceptance most, Glazer explained. Similarly, when the issue someone is wrestling with is a practical problem they've never solved, the underlying need is for tools, advice, direction, and assistance. Equipped for Success By following the advice shared by Gronauer, Glazer, and Story, and exploring other ways of bridging the gap between the office and remote locations, leaders may find that the outcome of change forced by the pandemic is greater productivity and success for the company, as well as satisfaction with work and life for employees. While the shift we have been going through has been difficult, it represents digitalization in action and may well be one of the most positive legacies of COVID-19.